well. Son of a... nine-time World Series champion, Boston Red Sox, your six-time Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots, excuse me, your 17-time NBA champion, Boston Celtics, your six-time Stanley Cup champion, Boston Bruins, and your 11-time national champions in football, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. All right, guys, we are recording on a Friday app, Friday, excuse me, Friday morning, because um, we got something going on Saturday night to the point where like we gotta move the either move the podcast back or record early basically yeah and at this rate with what happened this week basically in sports professionally with the red sox basically let's just get this done and over with yeah all right so anyway so yeah let's start with the red sox she's so appears apparently there was an article that came out Via on the athletic, written by Kevin, or I mean not Ken Rosenthal, and our very own, or used to be our very own, Evan Drellick, that said that the 2018 Red Sox, the greatest team in Red Sox history, used or illegally used video replay the steel signs during the season and the postseason too. God freaking damn it. I thought we would escape this one. I thought we'd do it. Especially with the whole thing, with the whole Houston Astros with their sign-stealing thing. I thought possibly maybe we might squeak by this. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. And I don't know what the big deal is. Base-stealing sign has – people have been doing it since the, basically the beginning of the game, basically. Doesn't some I mean there's nothing wrong with stealing signs. I mean, yes, they maybe should have done it electronically, but still I meant just seriously, I meant I feel like it is an entire witch hunt. It is another witch hunt, just like it was with the Patriots and their uh championships and accusing them of cheating. I feel like it's another it's another witch hunt. Yeah. So yeah. And to think, I think I paid $9.99 for that little rat. And you know what? He is a little rat. Evan Drellick, he is a rat. Seriously. And where did he get this information from? Even if it is true, where did he get it from? Seriously. I paid $9.99 for that rat's book. Seriously. Traitor. Seriously. You know who started this whole thing? This whole base dying uh, conspiracy thing? Matt Fires, former pitcher for the Houston Astros. He started this whole thing. He really did. I'm just having the integrity of the game. 
Wait, what does Mike Fire sound like? It sounds like this. Hey, buddy, I'll beat you up. Right. Seriously. You know what? Every time we face Red Sox face Mike Fires, you know I'm going to say every time we break up a no-hitter, we're getting no-hit by that dude. Guess what I'm going to say? Sucking Matt Fires, you rat face. Yeah. An F word of a, uh, yeah, we're not going to use that. Or It's not the F word you're feeling like. It's another one that refers to certain people of a preference. Yeah, so, yeah, basically, yeah, rat face. Well, he is. He really is. He really started this whole thing. If he would just kept his mouth shut and basically just kept the whole battle with him with the Astros to himself, because you know what he just did? He basically just threw all of his former teammates under the bus because he's mad of how things went with the Houston Astros and how he didn't get a ring in 2017. So now he's got to throw everybody else under the bus. And maybe something with Evan Drellick, I don't know. I don't know why he would – I am now starting to hate Evan Drellick now. Heck, even Jared Carabas is now going to fight uh, Evan Drellick now. They used to be buddies, but now, yeah, not anymore. Not after today. Yeah. Heck, he's even got a picture of the movie The Departed with uh, now Matt Damon, or with uh, instead of Matt Damon's character on there, Colin Sullivan, he's now got Evan Drellick's face on there. It's funny, yeah. wonder if that episode, oh shit, wonder if Section 10 has dropped their episode today. It's supposed to be funny. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, basically, yeah. If you haven't heard the story of the whole Departed, basically, it's like, basically, yeah, takes place in Boston. Like, I, we have an episode or have a segment on an episode where, yeah, we talk about this, basically. Talk about how this is my favorite movie and stuff like that. So, let's see, go listen to... Come on now. All right, so go to No, that's not it. Let's see. Where is it? Crap, where is it? No, 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 no. 
Crap, we can't find the episode. Huh. Oh, we just have to go back. Oh, we're, uh. Hmm. Episode, so sorry it took so much. What sucks? Where is that episode? Anyway, so anyway, um, will this change anything of the 2018 Red Sox? In my mind, no. You know what? Because you know why? Because that team was just too good. Heck, even if they do find something, I will still say that's the greatest team of all time. Basically, till basically the, my dying breath. I'll even say this to my children. I'll say, you know what? That 2018 team was basically the best team I've seen ever. So, yeah. And, like, heck, the Patriots have been accused time and time again of cheating. And some of it's been kind of proven, too. And, you know what? We're still finding those banners, like the banner, the championships they've been accused of. We're still finding those banners to this day in Foxborough. I don't know. All right, we'll get into more detail with the whole, um, yeah, so we'll get into more detail. Well, another scandal for the Red Sox, this isn't the Red Sox week this week. Um, they get accused of uh, one of their uh, clubhouse attendants got accused back, back in the 90s of molesting a boy. Yeah, not good. I mean. That I I'm not condoning. That I'm not condoning. That's bad. You need to get that asshole out of there. Yeah. And depressing week for the Red Sox. This is a depressing week whatsoever. Yeah. At least Saturday's gonna be a Christmas party that I'm going to. That's why we are recording this episode early. Cause uh we're gonna be up in Chicago with my at the O'Shea family Christmas, which is my dad's side of the family. Yeah, we're having a Christmas party right after holiday season. It's weird. I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, where should we go? Where should we go next? Let's go to the Bruins. Let's go ask something happy. All right. Um, so... Let's say happy. Well, more happy now they're going back to winning now. Now they're getting back on the right track of winning. But we'll go over this week's scores and talk about. All right, this week. This week they played. Yeah, they had. Well, two games this week. Um, they played the Nashville Predators in Nashville on Tuesday and won that game. So they broke a three-game losing streak against the Nashville Predators, and they did not let up on the Nashville Predators. They just basically just blew them out. Daniel Prosnock had a goal in the first period. Dan Heinen had a, and Patrice Bergeron had a goal in the second period. And then the third period, Charlie Wagner, or Chris Wagner, or sorry, Chris Wagner 
David Krejci, and Charlie Coyle had a goal. Basically to put the Nashville Predators away in their home, or in in Nashville, and basically, yeah, end a three-game losing streak. And a significant one, the first win in the 2020s. Yeah, awesome. And then last night they played the Winnipeg Jets and won this game, but very close in a high-scoring game, 5-4. to four. Um, Pasternak had a hat-trick. He's le- still leading the league in goals. So he had one in the first period, one in the second. Jake DeBrus also had a good night, too. Yeah, he had two goals. So um, Pasternak and uh, DeBrus had goals in the second period. And then they had a... Uh, Two, three goal or two goals in the third period, and yeah, Pasternak got a hat trick. His uh, let's see, hold on. There is a stat here. Yeah, so here we are. Um, his set. Seventh career hat hat trick, um, twelve game point streak, and thirty five goals in forty five games so far this season. Yeah. All right, I like to make one thing clear: if he is not the heart or heart trophy winner for this season, which is basically the MVP for the NHL, if anybody doesn't know, I don't know seriously. You have to make a case for this dude. He has right now, as we speak, leading the league in goals, but I could be wrong. He could be to have took him and taken over by now, but we shall see. Yes, he is leading the NHL right now in goals, 35, although um, four goals behind him is uh, Austin Matthews of the Toronto Blue Jays and um, – Jack Eichel of the Buffalo Sabres, 27. So, yeah, he's like, he's also leading in power play goals to 16. So, another case for him, too. Yeah. More stats. Yeah, we probably won't go into that. Um, so, yeah. So yeah, basically, yeah. I mean, if he's not the heart win or a heart trophy winner, then yeah, I don't know. The NHL is really doing injustice because this guy. You could actually make a case for David Pasternak to be the heart win, heart uh, trophy winner. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. That's so they got two two wins in the twenty twenties. So at least for that, at least today this week has been. At least good for the Bruins, yeah. Got two wins. And they got another game tomorrow against the New York Islanders in New York or in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, yeah. So that's basically Brooklyn's hockey team now. They don't have a baseball team, but they have a basketball team and a, and a hockey team. Well, technically it's a New York team, but they're located in Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Hmm. Who should we talk about next? 
You know, let's talk about the Celtics. Yeah, don't really want to, but so they've kind of been getting into a little bit of a slump recently. Celtics have. All right. Okay, what is this? All right, all right. Um, so they played the Wizards and met up with Isaiah Thomas against the Wizards in Washington. Um, but the final score of that game, which ended a three-game losing or pre-game winning streak, they lost uh, 99 to uh, 94 to Isaiah Thomas. Um, they could have had a chance to win this game. They did get off to a very slow start to begin with, and but then they kind of picked it up in the um, second half and stuff like that. And um, but Ish Ishmith, uh, one of the players for the Wizards, Ishmith, got on a roll and basically just yeah made made it so the Celtics didn't come weren't able to come back. Then Wednesday's game against the Spurs in Boston. And this time they yeah, there was no effort whatsoever. There was whatsoever, especially in the second half. Or not in the second half, in the first half. As uh they lost in the first half, but they did pick it up, take get it to seven midway in the third quarter, but then a miscalled foul. Which was a foul, by the way, but the referees didn't see it on or uh, between uh, the Marcus Aldridge basically made a legal screen on Kemba Walker, and they didn't call it. So Kemba made his case, and then he got tacticaled, got two, which threw him out of the game, and then Brad Stevens got thrown out of the game, which led to a basically cascade of boos from the TD guard on this rookie. Referee, who is basically the same age as me, yeah, basically made their case and then tried to make their case, but didn't really happen. And then that kind of just led to kind of like a roll with the Spurs, and they just never let go of the game to the point where the Spurs won the game 129 to 114. Now, that game was kind of a low point of the week. And the low, another low point, the next night they played the 76ers on primetime TV, on TNT. And, I mean, there was more effort, in the, especially in the first period. They didn't dig themselves into a hole, um, like 23 to, or 21-3 um, first quarter lead. But the Spurs had, like, oh, that was awful. Yeah. But... Yeah, so like basically there was a back and forth game between the 70 uh, Celtics and the 76ers, but got into the fourth period or for fourth quarter, and then they basically just didn't have the effort whatsoever. And then, yeah, made it to the point where like the 76ers basically put this one away 109 to 100 or 109 to 98. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just getting all the slow starts right now, and that's kind of what's hurting them. Yeah. So, yeah, there was a stat that uh, I think uh, it was Celtics Radio um, had, and it was basically, yeah, it was talk about how they would get off the slow starts in the first period, but then 
and they would be the worst team in the NBA in the second half, but or in the first not in the second half, sorry, in the first half. But then when they get to the second half, they're one of the best teams in the NBA. I don't know. It's just the slow starts. Well, this week the slow starts were killing us. I mean, in the past we was Celtics would find a way, and they have proven this season they have done that against Milwaukee. And they've proven that, like, they could come back being down by so many points. And I thought, in the Spurs game, I thought, no big deal. I mean, we would come back. We'll come back. We'll, they'll find a way to dig themselves out of the hole and or get themselves out of the hole and basically, yeah, come back and win this game by, like, being down by so many points, like 18 or 20-something points. Yeah. I mean, I'm still not giving up hope. I'm not giving up hope on this season. Heck, you know what? It's a good thing they are losing now up, up compared to possibly April or possibly the postseason. I'd rather they get their losing done now as opposed to say then, yeah. Not saying that they should lose the next couple of games, but I'm just saying, yeah, if you need to go on a losing streak now, it would probably be a good time to do it now. Yeah. All right. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to finish up the new segment for everything Boston, New England, and then do another segment of the fantasy and wrap things up. So don't go anywhere. See you guys. Bye. All right, we are back with the more news of the – yeah, some more news. So let's get into Notre Dame football. So probably the only news of the week was um, Phil Jakorbic, the – Backup quarterback for Notre Dame, Piney and Book, has decided he wants to get trans. He wants to transfer to another school. Which at this point, um, I really don't blame him. I mean, I've been hearing that he wasn't really have been treated well at Notre Dame and stuff like that. So yeah, he was kind of like basically yet yeah, wasn't getting the minutes he was the time playing time he was getting. So I say yeah, basically yeah. We really don't need him, and especially, yeah, basically, if we're getting, like, recruiting quarterbacks, basically, yeah, so we'll let him, yeah. Let him uh, go and let somebody else take his place, learn the newer guys. Next man up, basically, of mentality. Yeah. So, all right, which brings us to the Patriots. All right, last news, and we'll wrap this segment up and get into fantasy sports and then wrap things up. So, it looks like on Instagram this earlier this week that Tom Brady has decided he is possibly he is going to come back for 2020. It's just a matter of will he be back with the Patriots? I really still have hope that he's going to be coming back. Because, hey, you know what? He's a routine guy. He likes doing his routine. And, like, being with the Patriots is kind of basically his routine. And, like, he's been with this team for 20-something years. Or almost 20-something years. So why would you leave and go somewhere else for from a place where you've known for almost 20-something years of your professional career? I mean, seriously, that's like, it's like a co-worker I know basically like leaving and going somewhere else after she's been there for like 20 something years. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. But you know what? I could be wrong too. I could be wrong. 
So, so yeah. Um, but who would want him? I thought maybe San Francisco would get him, but because that's his hometown and that was his hometown team growing up as a kid. But they got Jimmy Garoppolo now. I don't think they're going to want to part ways with Jimmy G. I don't think so. What about Tennessee? They have they got Mike Verable, and um, he's kind of doing the same system as uh, Bill Belichick is doing. Well, yeah, still, I mean, but they still got Ryan Tannehill, too, and I don't, I don't know. I really don't. But you know what? I could be wrong, too. He, Yeah, with all the beat between him and Belichick. So what? If you're working for someone for that long, I mean, you're going to have some beef whatsoever. <sighs> Lighter news. Um, seems this week, especially yesterday, um... Stefan Gilmore has been um has been named play defensive player of the year voted by by his NFL peers. Very good. Very good for him. A guy who started out when he came to the Patriots a basic guy, you know what? This guy, I think it was a waste of money on our part. I feel like we really gave him too much for that many years and this is not producing. But you know what? You have the super, had the playoffs last year, and you got the Super Bowl. He made a game saving interception to basically seal the game and stuff like that. And he's been lights out too, for the most part against uh, against the opponents, especially in the first half of the season. So yeah, he has been basically producing and basically has been yeah so far. So I'm am a uh, Gilmore uh, fan basically. Wasn't the begin with, but now I am. All right, so seems that uh, former Patriots uh, coach, I think it's like their tackle or uh, oh, I gotta look this up, but Joe Judge. Here we are. He former uh, special teams coordinator and wide receiver coach Joe Judge. Yeah, special team. Well, this year he was the uh, wide receiver coach. Or is that why? Yeah, maybe. Huh. Yeah. So basically, he's been with the coach, been the coach with basically the second Patriots dynasty or second tender of the Patriots dynasty, basically since. 2012, and now he's leaving after seven seasons and become the New York Giants head coach. Yeah. Good for him, but it does beg to wonder if maybe that was the reason why our wide receivers were not that good this year and maybe our special teams were not that good this year. Could that maybe be the reason why if he leaves, could we possibly might get better in that area again? I don't know. Yeah. 
All right, that's all the news we have. Uh, so don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to wrap the show up and then with fantasy sports and stuff like that and then wrap it up from there. So see you guys. All right, we are back to wrap the show up and with fantasy updates. So not a lot to go over. More of that uh, NBA and stuff like that. That's the only sports that are going on for me. Last week, I won against uh, Fodder 1, 5-4. to four. So awesome. Gradually working our way up. Well, so, well, actually, we're still in ninth place right now. But still, I meant... Yeah, we are starting to win games now. So the average Joe's NBA team, as I should say. But right now, currently, we're losing to... Goon Squad six to three this week. Yeah. So did I get him? Oh, I don't think we did. I was trying to get someone off waivers, but it's looking like that. I got denied. Oh, shit. All right, going to the Channel 4 News team, NHL team. Last week. Come on now. Loading. There we go. So last week, I lost to Tub of Love team, 7-2. to two. Uh, man, we're starting to fall off. But now, currently, I'm winning uh, 8-2 to two right now to Don's Dazzling Team. And I currently sit right now in fifth place in my league. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. We're going to put some money. Yeah, there we go. So, that's about it for fancy. Because, yeah, basically, uh, not a lot else going on. MLB is still months away from starting, so nothing there. Um, Fox and the Heather, or the college football season, is over Fox and the Heather. Yeah, they're done. And then Kakashio Squadron for the NFL is basically, yeah, done too. So until next time, yeah. All right, guys. Um. Now about do it. Yeah, it's good that I get to talk about this stuff, like especially with a week like this has been, just to come on here and just talk about. And I do hope, I do try to hope that I do try to talk about this, like talk about like instead of sounding like an idiot, just like I just said there. I do. I will say it is because of the autism, basically the Asperger syndrome and stuff like that. Basically, yeah, not able to talk and like. When I do try to talk passionately, I kind of sound like an idiot and jumble my words and stuff like that. So I do kind of apologize. It's just so passionate. Like, I get to talk about how I've been feeling about so-and-so teams every week. Yeah. So I hope I do kind of justice to some of the stuff. If I get something wrong, I meant I do apologize. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. For those who are still listening, uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Um, 
Follow the Twitter shows, our Twitter pages. I'll show on the details. Follow the Instagram show at lowercase Royal Rooters 1992. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you can. Um, Follow the show on Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts from. doesn't matter to us. So with that being said, how about do it? See you guys. Oh, yeah. Did I mention that we were uh, moving the book league standings to another podcast feed? Yeah, I think I might have, yeah. So anyway, see you guys next, probably, yeah, Monday, because we're doing a uh, college football post-game, college football, college football national title game post-game show. And we now found the song to uh, the song I was talking about. I wanted to use for like the post-game championship uh, um, congrats song, basically. We found that Nelly song. Thank God. So anyway, thank you guys. Um, See you guys Monday. Take us home, Avicii. That we would always be Without you I feel lost at sea Through the darkness You'd hide with me Like the wind We'd be wild and free You Said you'd follow me Anywhere Your eyes Tell me you won't be there I gotta learn how to love Talking in the middle and I'm just about to Figure it out without you And I'm gonna sit and without you Fuck, I'm going out without you I'm gonna tear the city down without you I'm going to be without you Now I'm running away, my dear, from myself and the truth I feel. My heart is beating, I can't see clear how I'm wishing that you were here. You said you'd follow me anywhere, through your eyes, tell me you won't be there. I gotta learn how to
You're still here? It's over. Go home. Please go home. No. Yeah, how many times do me and Ferris have to tell you to get out? <laughs>